Hello listeners and welcome to Real Estate with Rob, giving you real advice on real estate related topics for both buyers and sellers. Hello listeners and thanks for tuning into our podcast, Real Estate with Rob. I'm your host, Rob Gill. And for today's episode, we're excited to have our first guest. In a minute, we're going to have Douglas Hancock from DH Professional Corporation. He's a real estate lawyer in the heart of Mississauga with 25 years experience in real estate law, helping clients in the GTA. So the reason we wanted to have him on, especially during this time, during the COVID-19 lockdown, is So we can educate ourselves and educate our listeners in regards to what's happening with the legal side of real estate, what's happening with deals, what's happening if somebody has purchased a home and they have a closing coming up and if they are planning to sell their home or buy a home in the next three to six months, what's going on in terms of closings, what's going on in terms of banks and everything else related to real estate transactions. So let's get uh, Doug on the line. Okay, so listeners, we have Douglas Hancock from, from DHL Corporation, once again in the heart of Mississauga. Uh, Douglas, thank you so much for joining. You're very welcome. I appreciate the invitation and the opportunity to share our thoughts at a remarkable time in our both our respective professional journeys. Yeah, so so Douglas, the reason we wanted to have you on this call, especially during this time when we're all dealing with self-isolation and we're all stuck in our homes, uh, we wanted to kind of educate our listeners in regards to what's been happening uh, from the legal side of real estate. So please, first of all, before we begin, um, can you tell us a little bit more about your experience and yourself? Well, I've practiced uh, almost 30 years in in real estate, been called to the bar over 30 years, and have a practice that is kind of transaction-based. So we do lots of purchases and sales. I've done innumerable condominium registrations as well, and... uh, pride ourselves on on service and this is certainly a window into that right now uh, we have four lawyers in my firm two of whom practice uh, primarily in real estate uh, we had uh, we were lucky enough to be kind of well positioned in terms of working at home a couple of associates from time to time had already uh, been working from home so we had all the kind of the infrastructure in place and uh, here we are today rob all right. Well, thanks for that intro. <clears throat> for all those listeners out there, I just want you to know that um, we've known Doug probably for the last uh, six, seven years now, and we have worked together many times in the past. And what I like about your office, Doug, is the fact that um, we are able to get a hold of you. And I've known that if there ever was an issue in terms of a transaction, you're very accessible, which is a, a nice uh, addition 
to to working with your firm, which we really appreciate. Well, thank you for that. We certainly always try to answer the phone and we are very responsive. My my dad was in sales and taught me that every phone call is an opportunity. So I, I always never pass up that opportunity. If I can answer the phone, I will. And if when people do get voicemail from time to time, we always call them right back. Perfect. All right. So Doug, my first question is, and I know you've kind of touched on this a little bit already in your intro, is your office open right now? Uh, we are open. Uh, what we're, we're doing is uh, three of the four lawyers are, are working from home each day, but there is one lawyer in the office generally by his or herself um, that allows us to continue to um, receive any kind of deliveries, anything like that, although there are relatively few deliveries. But yeah, touch wood, we're, we're fully operational. We were technologically prepared not necessarily for a pandemic, but we were technologically prepared for everybody to work at home if um, more or less based on, on choice rather than necessity. But out of necessity now, we have uh, by and large, and the law clerks as well are, are, are primarily working from home. Okay, great. So I would assume, Doug, that deals are getting done as we speak. Deals are getting done. Uh, the Law Society uh, two Mondays ago said that we could witness documents by video. Uh, that was a, a change from historical position that you had to be present when a document was sworn. So they've allowed us to do that. So that's opened up a whole window of possibility. So I've been meeting clients, so to speak, uh, through video. Uh, documents get sent to them. They, they sign uh, in front of me. They scan them back to my office, and then I, I witness them effectively uh, by video. So that's that's allowed that to take place. The land registration system we have in Ontario as well. The, the backbone um, changed um, over time, but was has really been fully rolled out for over ten years, and it's electronic registration system. So that has allowed us, as opposed to the old days where you, people would physically meet at a registry office and exchange keys, exchange money and hand over documents that's all been done electronically for quite some time and is is one of the most robust um, aspects of government infrastructure we have right now and is is almost fail proof right now i mean i guess i don't want to put the whammy on things but in terms of all the infrastructure uh, government and society has right now the land registration system is probably the most robust to cope mm. in, in, in this extraordinary time okay well that's good to know so what's going on with the banks right now well the banks is a little tougher uh, the banks is it's not uh, uniform and it's it, from the prof my profession standpoint uh, pretty frustrating there's a whole spectrum of possibility there's the bank of nova scotia which has said to us that video signings are fine. We'll accommodate that. We recognize uh, the difficulties. To the far other end of the spectrum, the TD Bank, which at this point uh, is at a basically a loggerheads with my profession, saying we want people to meet. So we haven't we haven't resolved how to do a TD deal yet. Truthfully, uh, one of the possibilities we've thought about is the idea that people will, will sign behind glass. That that's been one of the, the theories that's been posed, but. We're hoping that uh, TD will come around to the position of, of their counterparts, uh, the Bank of Nova Scotia. And uh, a lot of the other lenders have, have seemed to be migrating towards a position similar to the Bank of Nova Scotia. 
but it's it's all happening in real time, and it's uh, it, it it can be terrifying. I mean, one of the I guess one of the lessons for our listeners is that time. One of the things we have right now that maybe we've never really had on our side is time. So that is true. Want to if you want to take a bit of extra time to think this through. If you want, if you know you're going to be dealing with somebody like 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 a TD right now, then allow more time for the process to to be dealt. With. Uh, one of the possibilities that some law firms are doing is is this signing behind glass. We we haven't had to do that yet, um, uh, but there, there's just that possibility. And frankly, uh, in in terms of our uh, all of our business students right now, we have the luxury of time. Take take a time out. Think about what you want to do. I think governments have, have made that mistake right now. Be political about it, where people are thinking in in real time. Uh, they had another two hours, another half a day to think of a name, and we'll do it a little bit different. But bank, banks are working. Um, we're we're blessed. We can do deposits in the office. We can we're doing virtually all of our moving of money right now by mm-hmm. wire which we can do in-house as well but i mean just uh, i'm probably no different than your world rob i mean we've had a few lawyers who said well i i still need a certified check we have that issue this coming friday so we're going to send somebody into the bank that's to be the first time we literally we've had to go into okay. the, the actual branch and mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. almost 10 days but the, just like the retail world if you've gone to a home depot or some of these businesses that are open or a canadian tire it's very controlled access, so hopefully our staff person will go and just get the get the check and come right back out, and you know, we'll, we'll minimize our risk. But for the purposes of the listeners, yes, uh, banking is getting done. Uh, lawyers are, are are finding a way to get it done, and uh, and you know probably this will be this will create sort of systemic changes. I suspect a lot of stuff that we kind of by rote did uh, physically, we might do electronically mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah, this is a conversation I was having earlier with our uh, office manager. Uh, we had a phone conversation. We were actually saying the same thing, is that I think because we're kind of forced uh, into self-isolation right now, we're we're forced to come up with these creative ideas to maybe work more effectively and efficiently. And I think a lot of these things might actually stick uh, even after we uh, overcome this. So it's a good point. All right. So yeah, I think, I think this kind of leads to my next question. So um You've mentioned a couple of things about TD Bank and, uh, you know, there being a little bit of an issue in terms of uh, the way they are conducting business right now. Um, if I was to make an offer on a property, should I be doing anything differently besides uh, thinking about which bank is going to be funding my deal? I think there's a, a couple of clauses that we've been uh, circulating. We've seen a couple of uh, um offers now that have included uh, a couple of things uh, one of which is i thought very clever is what happens if one of the parties ends up being subject to a court quarantine so you literally you can't even get to them uh, so how do you deal with that so that, mm-hmm. that uh, i've seen that addressed in that would require the parties to delay the transaction 14 days i guess to allow the quarantine to be over that's a good one. Well, that's a that's a possibility. Um, yeah. Keys. I think we even did this with with one of your deals, uh, Rob. With that, keys keys used to always be exchanged physically. Um, mm-hmm. and that was kind of one of the cornerstones, sort of, of how real estate deals have been done traditionally yeah. for a century. And uh, so, what we've said is to be the keys will be put in a lockbox, and then the the number gets released once once the money and the deal is registered. So you hand out the four four digit codes. We've done we dealt with that. Uh, differently 
and uh, I, and that's an easy fix. One of the right agents would be more than that, happy to to accommodate that. I think we actually have a closing today where Rochelle, your assistant, reached out to us yesterday and said, Rob, is there a lockbox on the property? We uh, we emailed over the code to Rochelle and she'll pass that information on to uh, the buyers and the, and they'll be able to collect the keys. So that's great. Yeah, that's a great workaround. And uh, our, our title insurance uh, have, have stepped up to the, to the plate. One of the issues that has happened because once you're, uh, document is registered electronically there's still a process that the government certifies it if there's been a mistake or anything like that it comes back that that is not happening in real time like it used to so our title insurance company has addressed that and has provided us with that additional coverage so from from the outside world it's it's i i don't think there's any any industry right now that's coping much better than than sort of the, the real estate um realtors and lawyers in conjunction with them you know that's refreshing to hear <clears throat> that's great thank you so much doug doug any uh final words before we wrap up to our listeners in regards to um you know if they are planning to make a move in the next three to six months if they are thinking about purchasing or possibly selling any final words that you'd like to leave them with well, I mean, I've been practicing a long time and I've seen some remarkable times, 2001, 2008, come quickly to mind. And ultimately, people buy and sell real estate for some very simple reasons. They're, they're relocating, they're, they've got a new job offer, offer they're, uh, they're retiring. And I, I, don't, I, I don't think as, as remarkably different and challenging times are, I don't think that precludes people buying and selling real estate for all the right reasons that have existed from, from time immemorial. It, it may cause us to approach it a little bit differently. It may cause people like you to, to not have a good old fashioned open house. It may cause me to sign people up by video. And but we recognize that even catastrophizing, this isn't forever and the world will be at some point back to normal. And if, if it makes common sense to do things in, in the near term, and then I would suggest just doing it. Thank you so much, Doug. Always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for your insight. And uh, yeah, I mean, this really kind of uh, <clears throat> gives us some uh, insight in regards to uh, deals still happening. And even though we are dealing with isolation, we're dealing with the pandemic of COVID-19, it looks like uh, those who have already purchased uh, those who do have those who do have closings coming up, it'll give them some peace of mind that it'll be business as usual for the most part. And if people are planning to possibly buy or sell in the next three to six months, it is possible to do so. So once again, thank you so much, Doug. Doug's office for all of you listeners out there is in the Village Center, actually just literally right up the street from us uh, at Square One. Um, so we. Uh, we would uh, be more than happy to share your contact information when we post this, uh, Doug, on social media. Just so if anyone does want to contact you directly, uh, they're able to do that. So thanks again, Doug. Uh, we hope you and your family are safe during this time. And uh, we would love to have you back on the, uh, the podcast, uh, maybe hopefully talking about uh, something maybe a little bit more positive next time. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, you, you take care and I wish everybody at, at your end... Um... Best wishes, okay? Thanks, Doug, and thank you all for listening. Okay, all right. Bye now. 
I just received a report that reveals seven costly mistakes that most homeowners make when selling their home and a nine step system that can help you sell your home fast and for the most amount of money. This industry report shows clearly how the traditional ways of selling homes have become increasingly less and less effective in today's market. The fact of the matter is that three quarters of home sellers don't get what they want for their homes and become disillusioned and worse, financially disadvantaged when they put their homes on the market. This report uncovers seven deadly mistakes that cost them literally thousands of dollars. The good news is, is that each and every one of these mistakes is entirely preventable. So if you or anyone you know is considering selling a home, give me a call and I will be more than happy to pass along this free report, the nine step system to get your home sold fast and for top dollar. My best number is 905-334-5883. So thank you all for tuning in. Hope uh, this episode was refreshing. I know it was for us. Just knowing that um, all the people involved in your real estate transaction have kind of adjusted to everything that's been going on with the COVID-19 pandemic. So this is uh, definitely good to know for those of you who have already purchased and do have a closing coming up or are thinking about making a move in the next three to six months, whether you're looking to buy or sell, it looks like it's business as usual for the most part. So if you guys would like to get in contact with our special guest today, uh, Douglas Hancock from DH Professional Corporation and his law firm, uh, their number is 905-273-3339. And once again, they are located in the heart of Mississauga at 51 Village Center Place, literally right down the street from our office uh, at Square One. So if you have any questions for us, you can always reach me directly at 905-334-5883. And again, to add on to what Doug was saying earlier, we've adjusted as well. We are still open for business working all from home, myself and all of my team members, uh, but we are here to help with anything related to real estate, whether you're looking to buy or sell in the next three to six months, uh, or if you have any questions regarding everything that's been going on right now, give us a call. We're here to help. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, take care.